The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Uh, staying with matters medical, the Irish Daily Mail is reporting that the Minister for Public Expenditure, Pascal Dunhu, labels Stephen Donnelly's management of his department, the Department of Health, as exceptionally frustrating. He also referred to health overspending as appalling. It's a scoop for the Irish Daily Mail political correspondent for same is Craig Hughes, who's with us now. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Jonathan. I mean, the, these... Uh, exchanges are, are terse. Um, how did you get your hands on them? Was it Freedom of Information? It was, yes. So it's an internal uh, briefing by um, Minister Donoghue's officials to him about a month before the budget. And, and it really is quite extraordinary. Um, so, so apart from Minister Donoghue's comments in the briefing provided to him by his officials, which kind of note the expected uh, budget overrun um Coming up to the budget, one official writes, this represents a failure in budget management, in our view. Um, and, and they go on, um, and, and they're also quite crit- critical of the HSE as well. Uh, they say that the HSE are, quote, unwilling to design and implement, implement the necessary expenditure control actions to achieve a substantial reduction in the overrun. And that they say that the department and the minister are not instructing the HSE to adopt a different approach. And to give, give a bit of context um, to your listeners here, Minister Donoghue and Minister Donnelly had been engaging in talks around the, around the health budget as, as as early as March, um, and and there, there was there was a, a section in, in in the response from uh, from Minister Donoghue who says you know this is quite frustrating given all his his efforts uh, throughout the summer and and earlier to try and get spending controls in place in the department. Mm. Uh, two things I want to raise with you. First of all, the idea of an overrun in health um, is about as expected as Christmas falling on the 25th of December. So it shouldn't have come as that much of a shock to Pascal Dunhu that the HSE couldn't manage their budget or will struggle to manage their budget. Well, I, I think that's a very fair point. And, and even yesterday um, on, on Morning Ireland with the chair of the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council, uh, Professor Michael McMahon, saying that you know there's a lot of current costs um, in the health budget that are down as temporary. Right, and that they, that that it was a kind of financial gimmickry not to um, have them built into the base. Which, in fairness, Minister Donnelly, um, he was saying should be done because there's there's some costs that really can't be brought down. Like, so for, first of all, you got um, inflation in the health sector, which is running a bit higher than normal inflation, and secondly, increased demand. So from I guess one is from um, people presenting later to hospitals because that they might have suppressed or not have gone during COVID, and secondly, are increasing population. So you've got more pressure um, on the health naturally you can't turn those people away um, and Minister Donnelly was, would say that you know that they did implement some cost cutting measures certainly around recruitment we saw the CEO of the HSE introduce a recruitment freeze for managers and also around the issue of agency spend and overtime so I think it's unfair to say that nothing was done um, and perhaps mm. you know we've, it, it, it's fair to say that you know when you have the government's own spending watchdog um, accusing them of financial gimmickry that, that it, it really isn't a one sided tale here. Yeah, well, when you listen to the people who actually work in the health service then, where they get frustrated, and it was a a strike this week, but a strike that was designed to impact patients as as limited as possible of administrative staff going out at key hospitals. What we had the farcical situation this year of new consultants being recruited, very welcome as the flowers in spring, but they were being recruited without the administrative support that's needed for them to actually do their job. So again, that doesn't really go to a financial problem. That goes to dysfunction, doesn't it? 
It does, but but I mean, like I mean, the the story of the of the health service repeatedly every year has been has been cost overruns. It seems to have been something that we've got um, accustomed to and and seem to have expected. But but this year, Pascal Dunn, who has seemed to have gone, no, this this is the line, and we literally can't go any further past it because, um, in his own comments, he said it it represents like a risk or jeopardizes the health of the public finances. So there had to be a, a line drawn somewhere as well, um, and but but I, I guess the. the the, the difficulty is how do you cut back on on spending in the health service without impacting on on patient health, yeah. and, and that seems to be that the, where, where where the line was. Uh, moving away from matters financial, let's look at matters political uh, for a minute. If you speak to people who work in government departments and ministers in particular, they are painfully aware of the consequence of writing something down that might reflect negatively. They are aware that someone like you will come along with an FOI request and they will say, can we have uh, anything, any documents uh, relation to X or Y? So it, it, is it fair to say that Pascal Donoghue and his department officials uh, would have been aware that the language they use could end up in the public domain here? And quite frankly, almost expected it to happen. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I can't get inside their heads on that one. But I mean, it wouldn't be the first time we've had, we've had, I guess, um, heated language between the two. I mean, our sister newspaper, The Irish Mail on Sunday, reported in the week after the budget when you'll recall Minister Donnelly sought to get an extra two billion in funding for his department. He didn't get that. He, he got around eight hundred million, which meant that that they had effectively had to stand still with no new policies. And Minister Donnelly um, told Mr Donnelly that he was, quote, insane not to give him the money. So this isn't the first uh, kind of flare-up we've had between the two ministers. And if if Mr Donoghue is there for the next budget and doesn't depart us to head up the IMF, I, I doubt it would be the last. Mm, I mean, it, it is a Fianna Gael minister versus a Fianna Fáil minister, but do Fianna Fáil even consider Stephen Donnelly one of their own right now if they're not rushing out to defend him? We saw what happened uh, when people were defending Helen McEntee. They came running from both sides, all three sides of government, to be fair to her defence. I, I can't see a queue of people lying, lining up behind Stephen Donnelly to say he's a great fella. Um, well, I think in, in Minister Donnelly's defence, I mean, he had brought through a lot of uh, policy measures that have been very well received, you know, especially around women's health and, and contraception. So I think he has got some some kudos there from from, from within um, Fianna Fáil. Of course, I mean, of course, there'll be people um, within the party who felt he, he jumped the queue after they, they, were, they were in the queue for, for most of their political lives. So there's always going to be that tension. But um, I, I think kind of post-COVID, I, th- I think he has kind of bounced back in a sense Um in, in, in terms of, of popularity within the party. Um, just to finish up on this one, if we can, Stephen Donnelly is at real risk here of becoming a scapegoat for something, Craig, that has been a perennial problem, which is the HSE's inability to run its budget. I mean, are we just going to keep going through health ministers and saying, oh, well, that one was a disaster, maybe the next one uh, might rein it in, when in reality, is it down to the minister or is it down to a department that cannot control effectively one of its limbs, which is the HSE? I, I guess there's two sides to it. I mean, I mean, I, I wrote previously this year um, that the HSE failed to implement, you know, reforms around spending that were, ma- were mandated um, by, by the minister. Um, and the other side of that, again, it goes back to like what Bernard Gloucester said uh, when he was at the health committee earlier this year, that, that so much of the costs um, around the overruns are out of their control. So it is a very difficult act, uh, a different balancing act and, and, and trying to get to the, the number of it um, has been tough for, for, for any minister going back, whether that's in the public expenditure side of the house, um, or in health. And of course, it's, 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 it's very notable that the former secretary general 
of, of the Department of Public Expenditure, which would have been reigning in health, um, is now in health. Robert Walsh, you know, the, the, the state's most most uh, senior civil servant, um, or sorry, most well-paid civil servant. Um, and so, I mean, it goes round and round and people have tried to tackle this behemoth and have failed. Mm. But is Pascal Donoghue deciding now he's the guy who's going to do this? Uh, he's the minister who, who's going to take it on? Well, evidently, but I mean, at the same time, we we, we know from my. But fact, if he's got, and, if, if he's gone in six months' time, the next minister who comes in is he going to pick up that mantle? Are we going to be back here, Craig, in twelve months' time, having the same conversation, worried about a winter surge of flu and the HSE's budget not being filled? I mean, it, it, it's is it a bit of panto uh, that that's playing out now in the hope that we won't talk about the real problem, which is the fact that the health service is bursting at the seams. Well, I mean, Bernard Gloucester has already said that the, that because of the, the the budget allocation, that there will be an overrun next year. Like that's so that that's already baked in. We already know that. So I think you're correct. We will be back here talking about the same thing again, and I'll be fishing around looking for more explosive language from both departments around it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure the politicians are noting now that you managed to find this, uh, Craig, and are wondering what else they may have written down in the last twelve months that could come out in the pages of of the Daily Mail. Craig Hughes, political correspondent with the Irish Daily Mail. Uh, thank you. For very much for that. I, I just find it fascinating that you have two senior political heads. Um, Pascal who one of our most seasoned, being lined up to take on a very luxurious and prestigious job at the head of the IMF, who knows his onions. Stephen Donnelly, who is arguably doing his best in the Department of Health with all of the problems that that department brings with it. And now we are distracted by this. And I'm constantly saying, why are we being distracted? What are they trying to get us to avoid doing and looking at? And the question is very obvious. What's happening in our health service? Long waiting lists, going into an emergency department that's absolutely rammed to the rafters with patients who cannot get access to beds upstairs because of all the other system failures that we have effectively baked in. I mean, the idea of you hire a consultant, but you don't hire the administrative staff, so that consultant can't do their job properly. Um, the the huge waiting list that you have, the pu- treatment purchase fund not being used properly. It's all very, very frustrating. And it does tie into the idea of how can the HSE, how can Bernard Gloucester, how can everyone else who's dealing with that particular system uh, allow for a fact that uh, you're going to have an RSV surge, which is going to result in a huge amount of people coming in with respiratory problems. You couldn't plan that. You can't plan that in March when Pascal Dunhu was asking Stephen Donnelly uh, to change his plan. It does seem to be very frustrating. And is Stephen Donnelly, and this is the question I want to ask you this morning, our listeners, is Stephen Donnelly being lined up as a bit of a scapegoat here? Let's chew through the minister, kick him out, and and then let someone else come in and do the same to them in three years' time without actually fixing the system, which arguably is more to do with the people in the Department of Health and in the HSE not getting on with each other as opposed to two political heavyweights having it out. Let us know what you think. 53106 for a cost of 30 cent. You can WhatsApp us for free. 87 106. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.